up, guys? Welcome to the Kick It Podcast. My name is Louie Lope, and I'm here with Smoke Dog from the Main Event Ooh, Show. Main Event. How you doing today, bro? Oh, man, I'm doing glorious, bro. It was a great week. It has it been, It was man. a great week. It's been chill. It's been calm. You know, yeah. I needed some calmness in my life. Oh, my gosh. Well, falls upon us, which means it's the same weather as summer, just a little more cloudy. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to San Diego for the beautiful weather. Uh, you got some dope-ass guests tonight. Yeah, we actually have Bo Sosa and Marie. How are y'all doing today? Hey, doing good. We're good. I'm Hell pretty yeah. sure she's good. I'm good. I'm doing pretty good, yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys for stopping by and Absolutely. coming through. It was nice seeing you guys perform earlier. Man. Well, I mean, there's more performances to come. I remember we jammed uh, a few Thursdays ago, right? That's right, yeah. Man, she's a, she's a, a mistress on the keyboard. Maybe that was out of context. I don't know. <laughs> but I just try to make Songstress it sound Songstress is nice. Songstress. There you go. She's a yeah. She's a muse. She's amazing. Um, she's really good. You don't only play keyboard though. What else? What? No, well, that's act- that's primarily it. Just keyboards and vocals. I played trumpet as a kid growing up, but uh, now mainly on the keys. That's dope though. Yeah. Dope. And what got you into being? You know, can you play the piano as well? I assume? Yeah, piano as well. Organ. Um, I started as a self-taught uh, autodidact, is what they call it. Um, I was playing by ear at four. My dad bought me a couple CDs. You know, Tchaikovsky, Bach. Mozart, Beethoven, and uh, I was all over the Bach um, by ear. So, Toccata de Fugue, D minor. Yeah, I was playing it at four years old. You know, stints of it, 13 seconds here and there. So, even to this day, when I learn a song, it's auditory first. Yeah, I listen, listen, you know, download a song, and got to listen like 10,000 songs. When it's in my subconscious, then I have the bass line, then I could do the left hand, and then the vocal, which is any any more different than I can work the I mean, I, I don't play guitar, but I can't imagine how guitarists can, like, get down on a, like, you know, a riff and still sing, like, so, like, oh, man. That's it's definitely a talent, bro. <laughs> uh, do you play any instruments? No, I don't play any instruments. I got a guitar at the house, though, an acoustic guitar that I, you know, every now and again I break out and I work on my fingering and all that, but, you know. <laughs> I try to, I would love the ukulele. I think that's a really good, mm-hmm. uh, uh, ukulele. or uh, someone, I think, what, it was last week, right? They brought a... Uh, a didgeridoo, is that what they call it? The oh, big yeah. old horn? Oh, Dude, my. yeah, yeah, Travis. it was yesterday. Dude. I mean, not yesterday, last week. <laughs> it seems like yesterday. Yeah. It was like yesterday. And he beatboxes through it, too. He yeah. did, actually, yeah. he did, yeah. And there was an acoustic, so it was already closed, and we were still not done jamming, so, like, <laughs> went out, out the park. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it was so cool. You should have been there. I just, that's the one week I missed. I've been oh, pretty Bear, consistent here at OBC. There's something about the stage and the how welcoming everybody is the musically. Vibe, yeah. The vibe, yeah. Like the it was haunted as haunted with Good Ghost because haunted. I enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I, I love totally. coming here. I love it. I give it my all. I go up on stage and I just let loose. Like, you know, we've actually shared a session together just jamming. That you know, is, like, yeah. It's so fun at Ocean it's, ple- it's a pleasant surprise when somebody right, comes up, right. rolls up, and just throws, just starts spitting, you know. Well, it's intimidating. Because I, I get mean, yeah. caught up. I, if, when I freestyle and I try and sing it melodically, I mean, I'm singing to the moon, you know, so I right. take a lot of breaks. So if someone comes up, it saves the day, you know. It's, it's <laughs> so it was welcoming. You know, sometimes I get scared. You go, like, step up to somebody because you're such a, you know, well-known artist or honed in on your talent artist, like, I don't want to come up and switch the switch the vibe, uh-huh. but it was so fun. Like it, we just absorbed each other's vibe, and it was it was a good it was a good session. It yeah, was, man, it's always a good it session. It was hella yeah, fun. Man. I'm surprised like they need to have like a camera live stream filming right, out there. Right, right. Oh yeah, my man. gosh! So hey, many so great um, shows. oh sorry, brother. Sorry, my bad. It's all your fault. <laughs> hey, man. So uh, you played a set earlier, man. Can you, can you like take us through those two songs you played? Well, a few of them was uh, off of my album. That's 
dates set to debut here pretty soon. It's called Ass Cheeks and Love Seats. It's just a little bit of me, man. I like to laugh. I like to have fun. You know what I'm saying? And, um, it was uh, my first solo project, so I just wanted to give y'all like just little snippets of it because uh, I remember somebody told me that like people just got a short attention span, so like just give them a little bit of what you need and let them be one more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just what that was. <laughs> I I'm, I'm appreciate y'all uh, for, for having me out here, man. Yeah, man. Thank you for making the drive, bro. Yeah, bro. Like I said, we drove an hour to get out here, and then I'm from all the way from Dallas. So yeah. I feel good to be out here. How long, how long have you been here from Dallas uh, since you moved out here? Um, I've been out here since um, June. 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 Okay. Came right in the thick of the summer. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was a perfect time. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's hot out there right now, right? Man, it's super hot. Like. My father's in uh, Wichita Falls. Super hot, super hot, super hot. That's like south of where we are, but oh, man, yes. super hot. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, what's one of the differences you've, you've seen since you moved out here, like at least like culture-wise? Um, y'all traffic is crazy. <laughs> first of all, like y'all traffic is ridiculous. Yeah, I told you about what happened to me earlier with the police officer driving in the middle of traffic, but. That shit was crazy, but um, <laughs> bomb trees and palm trees, man. That's all, you know what I'm saying? The people are bomb the trees are and palm trees. That's the song. Yeah, like Mosos the song. smoke dog Mary on the on the keys. Mm-hmm. That's a project I got going on. I got <laughs> since I started coming out here. I told you I built a studio in my own uh, little spot, and that's gonna be my California release. My bomb trees and palm trees. Nice. That's working right. on the, I'm working on the artwork with um, a friend of mine named. Uh, Amanda Baglioni. Mm-hmm. She's a tattoo artist. She's a dope tattoo artist. Shout out, Mandy's. Yeah. So if y'all need, she got them $300 tap out sessions. Damn. So yeah, okay. five I think, hours. I think I saw something yeah, about that. Yeah, they got the five hours. So you can, if you can stand it for five hours, 300 you can get a whole sleeve. You can get whatever the fuck you want. How and many she, uh, How many tattoos do you have? Oh, shit. I <laughs> like 20-something. Wow. What about yourself? I think I got like five or six. I got three in the last. Ouch. Yeah. Oof. That was. Oh, yeah, that's five hours. Yeah. Five yeah. hours. Tap out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a good deal, though, bro, because, you know, some of the work that she do literally be like $700 worth of work. It is. You get for 300 bucks. Hey, tattoos is, is, is an art in itself, yeah. you know. Two are, like, done, like, in my buddy's, like, garage. I've never had a professional tattoo uh, done. Man, I probably would even like it. You know, I like the more, like, comfortable setting, like. You know, they say they don't drink beforehand. Get me drunk. I don't give a fuck. I feel better. Bro. You know? <laughs> Thanks, you. But what about you? What, you it was all I, professionally done? Every, the same guy. Yeah, the guy, He Good. before he opened his shop, he worked out of a, a spot on the 101, um, on Coast Highway. And he did my first tat. I got Thug Life in Hebrew <laughs> on my stomach. What? <laughs> Represent. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I'm just kidding. But I, I do, yeah, my first tattoo was on my stomach. And then the gentleman ended up opening a chain, a chain of some high-end tattoo shops around here. So I've always pa- been a patron of his uh, shop. You want to give him a shout-out? Yeah, it's Jason Betts, About Face Tattoo. I think he now owns uh, Frontline. So he started at About Face, and then now he's got all the Frontline tattoos. Shout out Jason. Jason Betts, yeah. Dude, the best tattoo artists are OCD. I bet, yeah. Yeah. I always check out, I like to look at their station and see, and I ask them specifically, which art piece is yours? And just see how intricate, you know, if they're into realism. Yeah. Because they'll often have, you know, decorative art, but their own pieces. Yeah, it's like different styles, too. Yeah. You know? Like, they all have, have, like, 
different drawing style, I guess. And the last gentleman, I let him freehand a little bit. He wanted to do some shading and, and do some corrective. I got a cover-up on uh, my second tat. I got a passion flower. So I just came through, just had him put new color. There's no, well, actually, he added a little bit of black. That was his, he said, it'll make the color pop. Did it? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my shoulder. Let me see. No, that's the wrong. Even better for the main event show. Yeah, zoom in. Oh, there bring it, is. it down. Oh, that's that's a great cover up. Oh my gosh. That's actually really good. It's a little, yeah, and colors decided, are vibrant. That's all I did was color and then he put like What what did he cover up if you don't mind me asking? Oh, it's the same picture. It's the same <laughs> flower. But homie, the first guy, he was like, I just got back from Hawaii. You know, he's like, I know this flower left in, you know, like the back of my palm. And uh, he wanted to get into that new, like, watercolor art. So it was just pastel. And just, it looked like Faded. a daisy. And Faded. I'm like, no, man, I want a passion flower. I was like, it looked like a pink daisy. So not too much of a loss, but I mean. That's smart, though, like always going with the same artist, you know? I mean, it's just. Right. Well, what about you? What's the evolution of your My art? Tattoo? Your, your tattoo? body art, yeah. Well, um, like I said, Amanda was was the one who really like did the best work on me. Um, I like to mess with a lot of people, man. Um, so I've I've got a lot of tattoos from different people, but um, I think from here on out, like she did this one on my arm right here. It's an eye bomb. Eye bomb is my um, is our company. From what does it mean? I know it's acronyms. Um, it's I beat up monkey. I beat up monkey. <laughs> but it's spreading love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey. Peace, love, positivity is what we all about. So. Very cool. Um, nice. You know, everybody does it, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a grown up thing to do, so shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, low key, you sound like LT, dog. Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Nice. Well, see, I have three tattoos, and I got all three of them, like, done with different people. Like, the first one I have right here is my dad's last name, which is Lopez. My cousin did that just freehand. Yeah. And then uh, I got this one when I went to Texas, when I first moved out there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got this one. Yeah, I got the ace, and then I got the... I see you, boy. And then I got the Joker. I got that one from TJ. Look at so, like, wow. Look at this guy. So, yeah, I just let him... I just tell him, like, this is what I want, and then you can just fuck with it, you know, like, do whatever you want. Oh, shit, this is probably, like, my coolest tattoo right now. Everybody in the podcast, like, we can't see any of this. Hey, is that the Saul Yeah, Martin, yeah. Martin Sawgirl. So. Martin Sawgirl. Shout out Martin Sawgirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she got a red dress on, not the yellow dress. Uh, you know. Do you know her name or what? The Martin Sawgirl? That's my muse right there. I just call her my muse. I just call her my muse. No, I got that tattoo as a memento. It was supposed to be a memento because, you know, um, high blood pressure running our family. It's a real big um, issue with African-American people, you know what I'm saying? Especially people down south because of the stuff that we eat. Yeah. The delicious food. You yeah, of course. But it's like seasoned to the fucking max. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I just had the best scrambled eggs this morning with Worcestershire. <laughs> no, 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 no. Pretty, pretty much like that. liquid salt, pretty much. In the scrambled eggs. <laughs> yeah. That's you what know, it is. It's so ironic. My own personal problem. I, I grew up a little bit in Japan and so the sodium level is pretty low it's pretty like bland really, really. and now to this day I'm a mid 30s woman oh wow and um, my sodium was low I just you know had a random check and it actually made me faint mm. so it's it's kind of an extreme thing you, you need a certain amount of sodium and I'm, I've met soldiers I've met people you know military they, they, they supplement sodium oh. 
But at the same time, I had been avoiding my entire life because I didn't want hypertension right, or cardiac right. problems. And then it was the complete opposite. I went into a deficit. It's a it's a it's an epidemic, man. Like it's it's really important that people know that like you know don't oversalt it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you I mean, need well, it, but you don't need it. As well, much I guess as I guess do. maybe not healthy eating, but conscious eating is yeah, important. Very, you know, because yeah. I'm not much of a like oh don't eat meat. I love me a good steak, you know. But if you do it in like you know the Water, right, yeah, yeah, you know, and don't don't like overeat and don't like overseason. Just saying. Yeah. So it was just the memento, like, um, to not do it so much, you know what I'm saying? So, because that was the first thing I used to do is grab for the salt. I didn't even taste the food. I was just grab for the salt, <laughs> put it in the food. Yeah, no, that's, that's what it was. But I'm more conscious about it now. Uh, I'm in my 30s, 31 right now. So. Yeah, no, we're getting, we're getting old, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's not in his 30s yet. No. Oh. I already feel it, though. Yeah, it's, you don't feel it until you're there. But you still got to take care of your body, man. You yeah, that, take that's care the yourself. number one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm sure yeah, all of us are getting older, you know, we all know, like, man, it's, it's a different story. When you're in your 20s, you, you literally ball out. You know, you fucking go to you fall, and you get back up again and still go. 30s, like, well, let me, like, think about the long run. You know, it's a, it's a different mindset. And it's oh, crazy yeah. that, like, you guys talk about your bodies now, you know? Like, yeah, right, right, right. Talent, talent is definitely a passion and a hobby, but, you know, you got to be able to live through it. We've seen so many, like untimely deaths in music and it's you know maybe because they weren't really conscious about what they're putting inside their body well one thing that when i turned 30 y'all um i don't know about y'all but whenever i turned 30 it made me think about like my legacy like what i'm gonna leave so like it made me want to put more into my music you know what i'm saying more of myself into my music because I, I don't have any children you know what i'm saying um, I just got in a relationship with a woman that I've known for, since I was 19. Or That's you know beautiful. That's like a high school sweetheart type. Well, she, you know, she let me live my life or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I was out there and doing my thing, but um, she's always been there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as a friend, so she we just said, "What? Why the fuck not?" But. Is it's it going good, good as a relationship? I know it's different. No, for real, it's really going good. Like the best relationship I've ever been in. Like I can't stop. I moved. I moved from Dallas, bro. I moved from Dallas for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. I, I, I did a lot in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? We was doing shows out there. We was, you know, making moves. But at the same time, like I said, when I turned 30, it was more like what I'm gonna do to make myself feel whole and happy, and you know, be able to give myself into my all. You know what I'm saying? So right. It was about being. It was all about me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like you heard the songs Main up there. Song you heard the songs me. up there. I was, I was, I was wild, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't, it wasn't a game. Yeah, that last song, that hook, man. Everybody was vibing. <laughs> that shit was smash. It was uh, what, uh, play or something? Uh, it was uh, slipping on that pimping. Yeah, slipping <laughs> on that pimping. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out, Bo Sosa. Yeah. What about you, love? I mean, you know, what brings you to the music? What's your passion? My passion? Uh, well, I mean, I've been playing all my life. Um, it's getting a song outside of my head through my fingertips and then getting it on the stage and getting it in the ears. That's a, it's kind of a foreign idea to me, but it's really like what drives me to do music is to get it out of me. I feel like a, a lot of songs I'm haunted, a lot of covers, the stuff that I write. The last song I wrote um, kind of came at a whim and I was driving and this is terrible. <laughs> Because you talked about that accident earlier, and I, out of nowhere, this poem came out. No, it happens like that, though, for real. That's yeah, because my other passion is just work. I'm a workaholic, and the first thing I said, I was driving like 80 miles an hour going five north, and I'm like, fuck, I just, I dream of rest. 
And I was like, wait a minute. I grabbed my phone. I'm like, this is the opening line. I dream of rest. And then no this you know, long lyrical poem came out. Uh, 48 hours later, I put it into to chords in the song. But um, What is the song called now? Now it's called Vagabond. Shout Na- out Vagabond. Vagabond Natural Routine. I'll, I'll try and play it tonight. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it's just, I didn't realize how much I need to get some a concept out of my head. And of course, through my fingertips through the mouth you know concept now through high school were you were you more outgoing you more like enclosed completely introvert i i i took myself out of high school i put myself through homeschool and uh got my were work, you bullied or you just weren't no, feeling it no i was all ap I, I i started dropping the classes for personal reasons i started fucking up a little bit and then i i reeled back you know wanted to turn a new leaf and uh got into the workforce like 15 and a half so working that's it's been a strange passion, but you know, if you're job out here in California, or what? What, what got no, you just the a regular job. I work for a school, actually. Oh, okay. There's a charter school, same school I went to high school with, and uh, hey, I go. was their yeah, administrative <laughs> assistant. Right, right, right. I was just talking about this really Should bad go. clerical error I made. It was very fucking expensive. Uh, they forgave me, <laughs> but that's back when minimum wage was six twenty-five, guys. So we've come a long way. I've come a long way through this. I just revealed my age is what I did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. You guys are taking notes, man. Follow follow the Kick It Podcast. You already know Mary. She's not going to be the first time or last time here. You're amazing. Yeah, I'm ready to jam with you again. Like right. We had some great. We had a Canon camera. You know, I had to show up. But Bo Sosa, man. That's crazy. We did that show. It was amazing. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Was, uh, it was you with uh, Simba G. Yeah, Simba G. Shout out Simba G. Shout out uh, Dig That Entertainment. Shout out my boy Scooter, man. Hey. For uh, introducing me to y'all people, man. Y'all nice. But yeah, Simba G, man. We and her work. We just met each other like a couple of days and then just got right to it. <laughs> right to That's it. how it is, man. Got to get it, man. Got to get it. So I got a question for Louie. Louie, when's your birthday? <laughs> July 26th. Okay. Well, that was irrelevant, but they're actually he's <laughs> his show is on <laughs> Halloween this year. So, do you guys have any advice for him what kind of theme show he should do for Halloween? I just went to a uh to 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 a California adventure. Disneyland? Man. You can say Disneyland. It's it okay. Disneyland. Look, look, look. You're not going <laughs> to sue us. Look, okay. me, and, me, and my, nah, me and my girl have a they might, we, but we, it works we got good. a whole it, uh, complex going on with that cuz you know being from Texas and everything, you know, yeah, I ain't never been to Disney. Yeah, the two worlds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was, bro. I had a wonderful time. They had an oogie boogie uh, bash that party. Wonderful. Oogie boogie? Boogie? Yeah, oogie boogie, oogie bash. Boogie bash. Yeah, oogie Damn. boogie oh. boogie. Till you just can't boogie, boogie no more. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's all you had to say. You had to sing it. But that was awesome. <laughs> Do something like that, man. Yeah. Man, when's the last time you've been to Disneyland? Disneyland, uh, three years ago. Wow. To the yeah. day? To wow. The- <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> what time? Shout out October 3rd, oh, 2nd, wow. whatever day it is. It's, yeah, it was pretty good. I'm scared of rides. I'm, I live my life based on fear. I'm trying to change that. Life's a ride, love. Yeah. Life's yes. a ride. Get on that ride. I'm just saying. Right. Hands up. <laughs> Both hands up. That's a new song, right? <laughs> you gonna boogie. Keep all legs and arms outside of the vehicle. No. <laughs> that Incredicoaster go hard, though. But, uh, what would your advice be? He's got a Hollywood ha- Halloween show coming up. What theme should he use? Oh, you don't want to do Day of the Dead, right? Do no, you? Do you? A couple years Sugar ago, we had, a couple years ago, we actually did an event. It was like on November second, which was on the actual Keep Day of points. the Dead. I like that. Yeah. Day of the Dead, yeah, it was a. Uh, 
was it a we called it we Kayotli, which is like a Gnostic god and uh, yeah. I think it was like the god of the dead I don't remember see Day I would resort dead. to that something very cultural to, especially to the times because I'm, I'm half Filipino, so our, we honor All, all Hallows Eve or something like that. The next day, <laughs> they go. Like that. It's something She's like only that. Because I'm only She's half. Only yeah, half. so don't hold me to it. But it's yeah, you dress as who you want to be. So a saint. It's typically a saint. You know, they're very Catholic. Yeah. In the Philippines. I think it's the same thing in Mexico. The when I think about it, it's like the first and the second. Yeah. I got, I got it's November. Mind. The day of the day is November. Yeah, November first and second, right? It's the day of the day. I think it's the second, and then the first. I think you it's celebrate the, the dead. Yeah. When the Halloween party? Halloween's the thirty uh, first. <laughs> well, see, on really, the thirty first. Well, I don't really need like a gimmick because like we're gonna be here and it's gonna be on the thirty first. So. It's gonna be here. So yeah, it's gonna yeah. be. Here. It's going to be another Thursday. Listen here, Dallas, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) We got a lot of Mexicans over here. So, no, we actually, we celebrate the Day of the Dead, and that's November 1st, 2nd, actually. All right, check this out. It's a really cool environment. I celebrate all holidays. (laughs) Another one. Look at it. Damn. You have so many, bro. (laughs) That's that's for my cousin, man. Um, I don't know if y'all heard about the uh, police officer that killed that that guy in Dallas. Amber Geyer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's a big deal out there in Dallas, man. Like, well, she, she got 10 years. Yeah, but 10 years is really like a slap on the wrist. You want to get her the death penalty? Like, what, what, no, no, it's, what would it's, be okay? What would be okay for her not to kill him? Yeah. That would have been perfect. Right, right. Of course. But you know what I mean? It happened. It shouldn't have happened, but it happened. But it's a big deal out there. I lost a cousin. That's why I got that tattoo. That's why I got that tattoo. Um, it's for my cousin. He got killed by a Dallas police officer. He was unarmed. 2010 it kind of changed my life bro like real talk so and that wasn't even covered by the media no nah, wasn't covered at all you know what i'm saying uh shout out to my cousin tobias arthur mackey man and uh shout his kids he, like he got children bro that you know what i'm saying that are growing up now without their father you know what i'm saying with that happening so like it's, it's a big it's a big issue out there especially in texas because it's happening and it is issue, man. Sometimes they take the power, and a lot of—I think a politician said this. Like a lot of military people who come back from the war, they don't teach them how to be a civil, civil civilian again, and they get into police force, and then they just use excessive force because they're not used to—they're not even trained to be a police right, right, officer. Right, right, right. You know, they think, oh, you came from the military, of course you're not to be a police officer. No, they don't. They got to, that's, that's a different ballgame. You got, you got to re- restrain yourself a lot. I'm sure it's a stressful, you know, environment. I'm not saying it's not, but, like, you got to train your police officers better if you want to put them on the street. But, see, the thing is, it's not a war between the black and the blue it's or not. nothing like that. It's, it's, not. A, it's between facts and the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, this, is what, this is what's happening, and this is what's the truth. Like, you know what I'm saying? And the facts get all mixed and screwed whenever you watch the news and do this, that, and the third. It's, it's a touchy game, bro. And that's what I'm saying. They just need to be trained better, you know? Like, it's not a war against police officers. Right, right, they're right. saying, you know, Mexicans do. Like, right here in San Diego, you know, the border thing is serious over here. I see. ICE invasions are no joke. You know? I see, I see. But, yeah, it's not a war against them. It's like, bro, you've got, you've got to train your people better so we can live our life. And they could do their... I mean... What I'm bothered by is the aftermath, because mm. shit's prevention is any any person, you know, d- don't get hit by a stray bullet, like, come on, but then what happens to that family, and then here we have this young lady goes, excuse me for even being respectful of her, but she goes to jail, and people are, what, brushing her hair, I was just reading an article today, yeah. like, yeah. patting her on the back and dr- wiping her fucking tears for her. Not just people, the judge, the judge. and the uh, bailiff. 
wiped her tears. Well, brushed her hair. Brushed her hair. Shit. Wiped. Fucking gave her a hug, bro. Consoled her. Like, like bitch, you're a murderer. Consoled yeah. her. I would say, yeah, treat him how they're charged. So it's the aftermath know? to me. Like she gets proper treatment. Right. Yeah, she's gonna sit in the fucking cell, probably Nothing still get found. paid. You know. So like, in vice versa, if it had been, if it had been some someone else of, like, say, if it was a black person who had walked into another person's apartment and accidentally killed them. Would they be consoled like in such a manner, bro? Like no. you think they're not really. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's about equal and fair treatment too, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's equal. If everybody's equal, let that be. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? And artists we're we're more open to a lot of things right. and they're not equal. Yeah. People aren't equal. No. And that's a fact. Women, you know, African Americans, even Mexicans, we're not considered equal. You know, right. we, we gotta prove ourselves to be considered something someone to hear. Not even an equal, right. you know, and like that's real, and that's crazy. But you know, we we got to be civil about it because you're right, though. There's gonna be a lot of backlash, whether it's brushing their hair or the people so mad at that that they don't even want to speak their piece and they just want to, you know, act on it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of crazy things going on, but it's, it's just nuts as artists how we can like try to console and just try. Yeah, you're right. Speak speak our views, but do it professionally. Like, look, I, I ain't trying to. Get nobody's blood boiled, and if your blood's boiled, what I gotta say is that's your fault, not mine. Yeah. You know, if we can have a dope conversation like we have him right now, like, yeah, she's Filipino, I'm black, Hispanic. You know what I'm saying? I got everything. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know. Don't even know. We I got a, something I got to a, say. I got a, I got a white homegirl who taught me a lot of stuff about white people. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, I just didn't understand at first. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sure you taught her a lot too, though. Exactly. Because like, they don't realize. My girl said that. She's half Filipino. She's like, dude, they don't realize, like, you know, how, like, your white privilege is showing. Like, what do you mean? Like, you don't understand what you get away with and what most people can't, you know? But you know what? They don't understand. They, they really don't. don't. They, they, don't, see they don't. They don't see like, which is fine. That's okay. It's okay that you don't understand. But as long as you're trying, like, to make better of their situation and not use that as a crutch, then I feel like you you moving in the right direction. Or as we are, we're yeah. moving as a white direction. Well, what do you feel as a female? I mean, you know the female whole and female empowerment thing. I mean, it's, it's more a lot of man hate. I'm all there's, about the women. There's a lot but. of waves. You know, I I tend to keep my my lips sealed. Um, I don't bash. You know, but what I what I do enjoy is engaging in conversation with my peers, especially women younger than me. And the choices they're making, you know, they're, I have a best friend that she chose, and I'm sorry to get political, but she chose to do, uh, what is it, the Democratic... Uh, Convention? Com- or communism. No, communism. A communist? Bernie audit. Sanders? <laughs> I, which I, I shouldn't even talk, I don't know. I shouldn't talk about, but the freedom that she can have to discuss it with me, I'm not going to pass her any judgment. I understand the kind of friends that she wants to make. And the kind that can't be on the platform. Or semi like what? It's it's not. No, it's it's just, just a really views are blind. It's or? a boiled down view of how the government is, yeah, handling care, quality care. You know, be it health care or I mean, well, she's military, so she's exempt. She's got you know Tricare. But um, <laughs> don't worry, yeah. that is pretty cool. I, I mean, it's just military should be taken care of. But, you know, yeah, you're right. She doesn't really see the struggle of regular people. No, she isolates. You know. And like yourself in the workforce, I'm sure you're a champion. You know, like how hard did it take you to get to where you're at? For me, just get up every day, take every obstacle, and complete my objective. You know, walk away, no all safety. You know, 
be the same yeah be the same consistency i mean it's like i work with animals so i mean they're they're a moving target you know they make you seasick they could be a land shark but at the same time they're scared as fuck you know and your hands remind them of the hands that hurt them so Damn. you got to come in with so many different levels and execute an objective and make them cute, you know, and, and hopefully the price is right, you know, for your region. And, and that's what I do. That's the kind of like, well, this is this is not something. And this is a, an industry is dog grooming. I got into this uh, when I was 18. Here I am revealing my age. <laughs> 9-11 hit. 9-11 hit. I'm dog grooming. Just a little piddly, you know, baths and haircuts on Shih Tzu's. 9-11 hit. And I fucking ride my little bicycle to work. And uh, I get there. UPS trucks pulled over. I didn't know what happened yet. I didn't have a smartphone. And it just looked so eerie, like all these cars pulled off and shit, and people, radios blaring, you know. And I finally get in. It's about 7.45, so the second plane just hit New York, and 7.45 or PTS, uh, PST time. Um, and uh, nobody canceled their dog grooming appointment that day in Carlsbad, California. Every fucking appointment came in, paid their bill. And by the end of the day, we were declared national emergency by the end of the day. So yeah, I mean, it was in between my shift, but nobody thought like, oh fuck, I'm so freaked out by this historic thing. They still brought their dogs. Yeah. And I'm still grooming dogs to this day. I I tripped out. I mean, I was... was (laughs) Buddy still got to get groomed. Fluffy's got to look all (laughs) prim and proper. With a bow. Yeah, we live in San Diego. They ain't fucking with us. They, they gonna, the people out in California, you guys treat y'all pets so good. Y'all, you know, you know what's crazy? So no, good. it's crazy because they're, they're actually, there's a thing, there's a law. I forgot what it's called. It's not, I, I, maybe I'm saying this uh, misconstrued, but they're actually like a part of the family. Bro, yeah. Yeah. Y'all treat y'all they're not property. Like, yeah, that's they're correct. not part of the family. Thank you. That's correct. In other states. No, it's so a property. In other states, they're property. No, they are states, property. You but you, you can actually retain the Here loss. Here is part of like, it's weird. It's just a, yeah, there's no rights. If your dog accidentally gets killed by somebody, you don't retain anything. There is no investment in of all o- your vaccines. In other food. states. Other states, however. No, in other states where they are, then... Let's say the vet kills your dog on accident, and your dog was supposed to be some champion lion, going to breed it, and you had a potential for you know all the the puppies. Oof. You can actually retain the potential loss, like that in a uh, of the accidental death. Yeah, really. You can recoup. It's a very but in California. A, no, you can't. not in California. Even though we feel adverse to I that thought, fact, I thought the law is different here. But I thought it was no, they're better. not as protected. Not no, not and that's only in a case of an accidental, you know, fatality of a pet. You know, but here in California, it's a loss. You know, what can you do? Uh, you can go to small claims. <laughs> uh, okay. Right. <laughs> It wasn't a small claim. Uh, but, uh, I mean, some, I've never dealt with in my own personal life. All right, I want to be out so. then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little SpongeBob meme. But, Louie, this is your podcast. I got to go uh, see what's up with the music. Oh, yeah, yeah. Say what's up. Yeah, thank you. Oh, we jam later. <laughs> no, but yeah. Yo, so um, how did you get into music, though, so far? Oh, so... um. I always had a I had a partner man who uh, been doing music since we was in high school, and um, I was off doing sports in college and shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Fucking up in college and shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because that's what we all do in college. Yeah, I went to college. Did you finish? No, no. no, no but no, I went right. to college. Like. <laughs> hey, but uh, I promise I'm a, I promise my dad I'm gonna finish one day. So I, I'm I'm gonna go back and finish. But I was out there, you know, you know, just living life and whatnot. But I always stayed tapped into him and his music, you know what I'm saying, and I always pushed his music, and then whenever I went back home to Dallas, uh, in an effort to kind of 
push him as well. I kind of like just started doing the music and learned so much from this man, man. Like he was, he showed me the whole, the ropes. The, I can do the engineering to the, you know what I'm saying, to mm -hmm. the whole producing thing of it all. But he's the one who showed me it all, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to uh, my boy Caesar. He's the CEO of Album Entertainment, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. It's okay. my boy. Um, oh, he got a fire song on, on Spotify, <laughs> y'all, called Ultraviolet. Oh my goodness, it's it's rocking, man. It's really really good. He he do the singing and, and you know what I'm saying the rapping as well. But he made uh, my other boy um, Mud. He made the beat. So we are it's a it's three of us. Okay. So it kind of made it easy for me to go in and start like just start doing music. I was always like musically inclined. Like my mom used to rap with the hip. Hop, the hippie, hippie to the hill, hill, hopper, you don't yes, stop, the rocker to the bay, man. She used to rap that stuff to us when we was kids, man. I used to think my mom was the coolest motherfucker ever. I used to be like, mom is a rapper. <laughs> and I just like, um, I always like performing. Like, we would, my mom would come home and fucking long day of work, mm -hmm. single parent, and we would perform oh, for yeah. her. I know that. We would perform for her, bro, like different songs, like covers of songs. And then that was my musical history, but it just became easier. I was uh, groomed by, you know, my, my boys and stuff. And then um, I moved out here to kind of find my own artistry and then my sound. And it's starting to take off. Nice. Uh, how would you say the um, moving out here has changed your sound? Um, it's just been able to, like, like I said, whenever I turned 30, man, I, I wanted to focus on myself and focus on uh, my inner peace and everything. So moving out here was taking myself out of my hometown that I was born and raised in. And uh, out here, you just got to find yourself. I, I don't have those guys. I still have them, though. No trip. Like, they're just a phone call, an email, a text right. away. But out here, it's like, what, what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? And, and mm -hmm. what I wanted to do was I wanted to dig deeper into my artistry. I wanted to dig deeper into... You know, my mental, like like she said, I I felt you whenever you said you drive and you and, and you just, just come. My boy told me, no matter what, write down every idea that you have. No matter what, just write it down. It's so important. And so, like, whenever you said it, it hit home because I do the same thing. I'll, I'll be driving, man, and I know I shouldn't do this, but I'll be riding and i have a something come in my head. I'm like, oh, I got to write this one down. You know, get the Bluetooth out. You got to make one of them uh, them bumper stickers, artist driving, so they know to watch out. Sometimes sometimes you get some inspiration. So, but it, it's just kind of, I, I got a, I, I call my style like Southern Playeristic, Cadillac, funky music. I got influences from, um, yeah. <laughs> I got influences, influences from um, Andre 3000 and, T-I-O-T-I So like just some Southern player play race music, man. Just a little piece of me. Yeah. <laughs> what about <Sorry>. you? <laughs> what about me? Yeah. Uh, Why did I get into music? Yeah. yeah. I was born, you know, it was born in me. Uh, it's my ears, you know. I got these little special ears. I got to protect them. Like I go to concerts and I bring earplugs to the concert because I know the PA is blasting and these ears man they just um, they receive and uh, you know I, I hear these stories people say you know if you've got it you got it if you have a talent you need to share it right. which I'm, I was like you know I could just kick it, kick it at home I could write these songs for myself it's all therapy and I am like that too I mean it, this is a different venue you know OBC I'm here I, I give it I'd sing to the moon uh, it's hard to harness that and then what I noticed though is that I could 
So um, a lot of it is just like what you said. It's about, you know, what are you going to do? How do you how do you give your message? And, and if you're a writer, I mean, that's the first thing. What is what are you saying? Right. <laughs> so you have to have a message to convey. And so it, it's really about, okay, I'm going to harness the the art of lore. Maybe that's me, the, my bias, because I'm female. Um, but, I mean, as any artist, you know, do you, do you want their eyes on you while, while you're singing, while you're delivering these words? you want to make eye contact? Do you want to see how fucking serious you are when you said that word? Do you want them to see the hurt? And uh, it's really about do you want them to see you? Right. Yeah, that's a weird question to ask yourself, but when you're on stage, you're presenting and you're leaving something there. And, and I don't want to think that I, I like to think when I'm shy that I, I shrivel up, I get swallowed. You know, they say that a lot. Don't get swallowed by the stage, but I, I do that. However, the microphone, you know, the, this conveyor, it's receiving, mm-hmm. you know, it's actually taking in. And that's what we're all doing. So I mean, it's a transfer. It's probably mutual. I'm hoping. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, it's mutual. <laughs> oh, that's some deep we, stuff right there. Hey, yeah, I feel yeah. that. <laughs> We've already jammed, you know. And, and that's yeah. the start of it. <laughs> that's that's why awesome. I got into it. But no, that's she's dope. right. I mean, as an artist, like, I make a lot of songs for myself that I don't necessarily plan to put on an album or even mm-hmm. perform. You know, but then also, like, when you're on stage, like, when I leave on stage, I leave a lot of positivity. Like, I, I go up there and I show out, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. for people, like, he's the same way. He's very, you know, inclusive, and he's an artist as well. So it's like, how are you so, like, not social, but you can perform on the stage? It's, it's so weird, It's man. such yeah. a crazy... It's so weird. I it's like, get it. It's like the same thing. Yeah, it's like the same thing with, like, this podcast. Like, naturally, I don't really like talking to people. I don't even know why I started a podcast, like, you know, but I was like, oh, I just started a podcast, and, you know, here I am. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love talking to y'all, you know, but, like, just naturally, it's just, like, I'd rather just chill in the back, you know? But it's weird, like, how you say, like, yeah, you don't mind stepping in front of, like, I don't know how many people and performing and putting yourself out there like that. It's a whole different thing. Absolutely. I used to play basketball, so I kind of related to the same message of, like, just getting out there and going to go hoop. Cause it feels the same, like yeah. I play just, baseball. Yeah, yeah, it like, feels the it's same. Not, it's bro. not where I'm not. I'm not like nervous. It's right. just more like I just want to do it right. Right. These right. guys are more like, Ugh, should I like? And it's crazy. Like that's just a different mindset going up to the stage. Like, oh my gosh, I feel so empowered when I get there. You guys are like, maybe like second guessing yourself. But oh my gosh, your music is amazing. Like you believe in it. Yeah, you're amazing. Like I want to be an art. I want to be an amazing. artist. Artist. Like when I make music, I want music artists want to bump. You yeah. know, and yeah. I think that's the type of music you make as well. It's like you make music that artists enjoy. Like I'd rather listen to you over like some shit I hear on the radio, right? Because right. you inspire me to start writing a little differently, or a little that's better. Oh, I have a question about basketball. So is it true when you when you shoot, <laughs> you keep your elbow at the same spot? Yeah, ninety degrees. Ninety degrees. You get that L. You see that L right there? Yeah. You get that L every time we're going to make it. I'm telling you. So you don't move your elbow? You don't move your elbow? I just learned this. (laughs) So I had to confirm. I knew I wasn't good at basketball. I didn't know. So that's the trick. All right. It all makes sense. It's just like that. Look, it all lines up. You got your L, and it go right to the goal. It's supposed to be right there. Boom. I don't got that wrist work, though. You got that. So think of the wrist. <laughs> Taking a risk. That's what music is. Take that risk. It is. I don't know if everybody wants to receive it. I don't know if the moon wants me to talk to her. <laughs> it's been a crazy anyway. Virgo. You know. Virgo is a crazy September is a crazy month for the moon. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm sure you had a crazy month, didn't you? I, you know, I had a mellow month, but I've been laying low. I did not. My <laughs> month was very eventful. I've been laying low. Yeah, last month was pretty busy. Pretty you cool. were traveling, right? Or yeah, we did a lot of traveling this summer, man. Um, we just been having a. I've been enjoying this this California life, man. I love it so much. <laughs> I love it so much, y'all. Even just to be out here in Oceanside is is dope. Pretty dope to me. Yeah, this is my hometown. I was I'm a true local. Really? I was yeah, born over the hill on Camp Pendleton. Had a job on Camp Pendleton. Hold my heart, I, I live in the heart of Oceanside. My heart is here. Oh wow, that's dope. I've been been all over the world and I keep coming back to Oceanside. It's just uh, It's like a boomerang. I feel a lot of San Diego natives like they go back. yeah, they go, they always come back home like San Diego. Why would where it's at. why would you not though? It's so lovely out here. Y'all. But if you're used to it, you want to try something new, you know? Nah, don't do it. <laughs> oh, there's something sweet too about North County, San Diego. Oh yes, yes. That's, Shout out seven six zero eight five eight. North County. Oh, North y'all got to take yeah, me we there. Got, yeah, we got this technical division. You're in North, North County. County. We brought right you here, bro. We oh, brought you here. This is North here. County. Yeah. This is yes, North so. County, okay. San Diego. Okay. Yeah. That's, why, that's why they're a lot the more chiller <laughs> over here. <laughs> so you, you uh, being you know a North County native, yeah. um, you know you're what oh, 25, 23. <laughs> do you have a Snapchat? I don't have a Snapchat. Twitter? I do not have a Twitter. Facebook? I have a Facebook. Instagram? I got an Instagram. Tinder? Nope. Hey, no well, Tinder. Social media is that how I make friends? No. no. Nice. I got a Facebook, Instagram. That's all I really need. Post work. Speaking of post, I mean, we, we made actually great music together, just vibing on stage. I had a sure. picture of you for like a week, and I, I forgot who it was. We yeah. didn't really, we just jammed, you know, that's what artists do. We just vibe, you know, like, we literally were on stage, like, just getting down, and we just went our own ways. But, yeah, I have a great picture of us, and I, I definitely want to make some more great memories tonight. We got Bo Sosa. We got Louis Love, the Kick It podcast. Is that yeah. Victor VIC over there? By yeah, the Victor, he's over there chilling. Is he just measuring surfboards? What's he doing over there? I don't know what he's doing, man. He's pretty. He's boy. Like a, he looks like a robot right now. He I'm looks like, like a pretty boy. He doesn't look tired at all. <laughs> he's very pretty. He does not look tired at all. What a smile. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Victor. She doesn't have a tender. Sorry, but. <laughs> but I got to go drain the dragon. Are, uh, are we done here? What's going on, Louis? Yeah, man, I think we're done. I want to see some more jamming. Hey, yeah. you guys, uh, any shout-outs you want to give real quick? Ladies first. Um, Your band? Well, if you got a dog, well, <laughs> I'm hitting up for work, man. If you got a dog, go to Fallbrook Pet Parlor. As far as the band, no, I don't have a band. I just come here and jam. I'm a local, you know. I come here at the open mic, and I'm open to jamming. So That's why we make sweet music. Shout-out Fallbrook. Pet Parlor. Shout out Fabric Pet Parlor. <laughs> hey, I just want to give a shout out to uh, my team back at the crib. I bomb DBC, my boy C, my boy Mud. You know what I'm saying? Everybody back at the crib. Uh, to my girl, to my dogs back at the crib. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, appreciate y'all for having me here today, bro. We're yeah, talking. Thank you so much. I want to give a shout out to Let's Kick It Podcast. Shout out to both these artists. Mary, you're amazing. Come out to Oceanside Brewery every Thursday. You might see her uh, bless you with some magic. Shout out Bo Sosa, man. Go that follow new, me, man. That follow new album coming out. Well, uh, <laughs> Ash Cheeks and Little Seeds. It ain't got no date on it, but everything is in the works. I'm I already want to hear it. I just right love that title. Yeah. Ash Cheeks and Little Seeds. Whenever you hear it, it's going to be like, okay. It really makes me think of a chicken like Daisy Dukes with sweaty ass cheeks sticking to a hot ass leather seat. I thought it was kind of romantic, so. Yeah, don't you? In a funny kind of way. In a funny kind of way. Oh, yeah. 
Ass Cheeks and Leather Seats coming soon, man. Uh, we also got a private party on all major platforms. Uh, me and Simba just dropped a single called uh, Get It. The one we heard on there. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's called Get It. You know what I'm saying? It's on um, all streaming platforms. Um, Ultraviolet is on all streaming platforms. So I'm really big on intellectual property. Like, remember I told you I, whenever I turned 30, it was more like what your legacy going to be. So intellectual property is big for me. Like, can't take that from you guys. You know what I'm saying? So like, you own everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Smart, yeah. Don't yeah, be a YouTube rapper. I tell all these yeah, people yeah, like, yeah. stop, stop using YouTube beats. Yeah. So Even if you make like a click, click, boom, freelance beat, it's yours. Yeah, you know? it's yours. And do it. Intellectual property, man. They cannot take that from you, and it's important because everybody has their own intellect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's different for every person. They say this is the amount of chessboard moves is the amount of grains of sand on the. Uh, uh, in the earth You know what I'm saying That's why I give kudos To an artist like Mary Like you You, you have a Produce your own sound The sound you want to hear You can create it Like oh, I love it I, I love can't it. do that I, I wish it. to gosh On the spot Yeah That's amazing I love it I love it I love it whenever she said She uh then she wrote some chords, and then she. I was like, God damn, that's shit oh, <laughs> Wait till you hear this woman's voice. We, yeah. I got the jam on stage. I got blessed to jam on stage. I literally forced myself up there, but it worked. Yeah, yeah it yeah. worked. I'm so happy. Already, <laughs> <laughs> already. So hey, hey, are we gonna jam again tonight? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. You guys about to head down to Oceanside Brewing Company. Yes, sir. We're about to get it, man. Kick it, Louie. Yeah, send yeah. us out. And thank you guys for coming through. Thanks for kicking it, and we'll see you guys next week. Deuce.